Hello, and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 432 for, wait, what's the date today? Uh, oh, oh, right, right, the last day of the year, December 31st, 2023, you know, ringing a new year with more depression. Uh, joining me this week, we have Connor the Cyberpunk Monk, Besh. More depression, you say? <laughs> I imagine that's why I was invited. That's exactly why you were invited. Uh, of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reed Spruth. And uh, we do have a show for you. But first, let me ask Connor, where can we find you? You could find me. You could find you. You could find Aroa at aroa.website. That's got all of our relevant social media links, including but not limited to the stuff that I work on, including Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast, or Bug City Blues, Shadowrun 6 world edition actual play podcast, or uh, that's it. Those, that's those it. are the only good links. That's it for now. And, of course, you can find me, Nathan Reed Spruth. I'm everywhere at Reeton. Uh I guess Blue Sky, uh, which is like a Twitter competitor, they went public. Uh, so, like, you can actually view tweets without having an account now. And so you can find me on Blue Sky, and I don't really post on there. And you can, But mainly you can find me on Twitch, twitch.cv forward slash Reeton. I'm there Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, speaking of games... Uh, you play any? You play any games this week? I got a couple of games worth mentioning. Uh, the the first one that I want to get out of here is uh, Space Station 13. Of course, been dabbling in a little bit that. I I did a bad. Uh, I, you blew up a ship. Yes, I blew up a ship. No, I uh, I reinstalled World of Warcraft. I haven't made an account. I haven't paid for it yet, but it's there. I, I feel like you know when you go to a doctor and like, oh, we found something. We should get it tested. That's that's what that's what it feels like when I see it on my desktop. Have you ever, have you ever played, do you like Star Wars is my, is where I'm getting Not really. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, if you want that World of Warcraft vibe, uh, but you like Star Wars, you know, the old, the old, the old Republic's free to play. <laughs> and I don't like Star Wars. Oh, okay. Not, certainly not enough to play an MMO about it. Like it, uh, and I think that, you know, Star Wars, the old Republic, it's very WoW-ish, but it has a better storyline. Or at least a, a a more like single player storyline type thing, which I don't know really vibes with the MMO part of it as much. But it's it's pretty okay. Uh, but if you if you really want to play just WoW, I guess I guess you can do that. I'll, I'll probably pick reason. it up for like a month or something like that, just to, just to do it again. I'll probably yeah. wait until tomorrow to start that. Yeah, I mean, I can't really say anything because of how many times i picked up final fantasy 11 and started replaying it and i'm like man this is great man i remember why i stopped playing yeah and i'm, I'm sure the same will happen but uh i digress i haven't really been playing too much i re i finished yakuza zero not, not finished uh, i i tried yakuza zero and quickly came to the, the conclusion that oh it's a fighting game yeah well, so uh the next infinite wealth is supposed to come out on the 25th of january That's that's the next uh, uh, Dragon Quest-like one, right? Yeah, that's that's the the sequel to uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. That uh, one I will probably end up picking up. Maybe not immediately, but eventually. Because, boy, am I smitten by this series. And I just... I, I wish I could tolerate a fighting game more to get more of it. I wish... Or, or I hope that it's coming out for the, the Game Pass. I haven't checked yet. Just, I have no idea. But all the other mainline games are on Game Pass. Even the new ones. So it's very possible that uh, Infinite Wealth is going to be included with Game Pass. That'd be will, cool. 
which will be great for me because that's the only way I play games anymore. Then you'll have a new game to play for your stream. Exactly. I'm always so blown away that you play a game for your stream, not because you're like, yes, I want to play this. Or, yes, it'll be fun. But <laughs> yes, it'll take me like 11 hours to beat. Well, uh, d so do you have any other games that you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, okay. I can quickly bring up. I've been playing Pavlov VR and Payday 2 VR. Mm -hmm. And boy, the for Quest 3, they recently made it just a standalone Steam app, which has made it so I could play wirelessly, like, and it's playable. Mm -hmm. But then it's taken about an hour in each time where something happens and it's just unplayable. It's like a slideshow being presented in front of my face. So I'm probably going to end up spending some time and doing some tinkering because it works fine. And then like, I don't know, somebody upstairs connects their phone to the hot, the Wi-Fi or something like that. Steam's just like, ah, nope, can't do it no more. Well, and it depends on how far the Wi-Fi is and like what I'm, type of Wi-Fi. I'm close enough. I, I, I'm also doing this directly wired in. And I, at first I was like, oh, well, this is going to be a pain in the butt to wire up. But if that stops the lag, I'll do it. And it seemed like it was going fine. But sure enough, it started lagging out on me again. Interesting. It might just be your computer. It might just be after an hour or two, it, it just desyncs and you got to restart the, the quest or whatever. I haven't really tried that. Every time we stopped, it's because the quest is just like totally drained on its battery. And oh, it's not right. the battery either because it'll be at like 60% and it's just like, all right, I'm going to shit now. Interesting. I did have the thought maybe it's overheating. Like it doesn't feel hot, but you know, internals could be totally different. You're like, no, no, my skin's on, on fire. That's how the quest is. You just put That's it on. That's normal. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully you get that fixed. It is nice that you are enjoying the quest three. Again, I just don't have enough room for it yet, or anything like that. Uh, I know the Vive uh, has like an adapter for it that you can get wireless with the Vive as well, but I haven't, I haven't looked into that in years now because I haven't had the chance to in years just, now. Just kick your girlfriend out so you could have your VR set up back. Ah, uh, dreams. It's a good trade. Um, <laughs> she gets to go sleep in the shed. You know, I actually have a pretty big shed too. Like, I know, I've, I've threatened to live in it before. Uh, it, it wouldn't take that much to convert it into just like a livable space. Um, but that, that it's all full of stuff right now. Uh, you'd have to take out and take the washer and dryer to the dump if you wanted to move in there. But you're, glad, you're happy, or, or I'm glad to have you live there. You just have to take the washer and dryer to the dump, which should be okay. Anyway. Well, that, that's it for, for games worth mentioning. Good. I'm sort of in between games right now. I'm sort of thinking maybe Skyrim would be fun again. I'm sort of thinking maybe Cyberpunk would be fun again, but like not the DLC stuff, just like doing the, the actual game. Yeah. Uh, I played a little bit of Starfield, speaking of Skyrim. Uh, apparently, it, it got review bombed on Steam or something as like mostly negative. Sure. And again, I don't like. I don't get that. It's fine. It, it like I don't know what people were expecting from the game, but they must have had way higher hopes than I had for a Bethesda game at this point. And then uh I decided to start cuz I was like, "Oh man, I it says I could beat this game in 11 hours." And so I started playing uh Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, which is a Yakuza game. They just changed the name to Like a Dragon. And uh I thought it wouldn't have, because it, it said it was only like 11 hours for the main story, I thought it wouldn't have that many shenanigans, like, for s doing side stuff, like they have in in 
uh, like a dragon, but Yakuza like a dragon. Uh, but I, I was wrong. There's there's lots of side stuff. Uh, you were in the stream. There's a uh, pocket racing. Mm-hmm. Well, like you, little stock cars. I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah, you make little stock cars. Uh, one thing I do like about at least the the Yakuza games I've played, and I've complained about this in games that are open world forever, is I hate when you like go to a bar and there are pool tables, but you can't play pool. Or like there's darts and you can't throw darts. It's it takes me out of it. It takes that immersion right out of it for me because I'm like, at least give me the option to play to go bowling or something, even if even if it's a shitty mini game. Right. You uh, took the time to make the asset. You can make the time to, you know, give the intern something to do. Yeah. Program our darts mini game. A little circle's gonna go all over the screen, and you got to press A at the right time. It's exactly. not rocket science. And uh, Yakuza does that. <laughs> they, they're they like, hey, there's a pool table. You want to play pool? Hey, there's pocket racing. You want to play pocket racing? Hey, there's darts. You want to play darts? And uh, yeah, I do, apparently. <laughs> As it turns out, <laughs> uh, that I, I don't mean to like dox you or nothing. You, you have ADD, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. As a man with ADD, yes, I do. Yeah. Um, it's, it's great. And I, I love... I, I love that there's blackjack you can play in the game. Uh, there's Japanese mini games that I have is, no fucking idea what's going on. Is there uh, lucky hit? There is. I haven't found any lucky hit, but I would not be surprised if it's if if a lucky hit like one isn't there a pachinko, something like that. Um, but there's like koi koi, which is another card game, and I have no idea what's going on in it. Uh, but it's it's great. And there was one mini game I wanted to talk about, but I it slipped my mind. Uh, but yeah, so I got, I was like, oh man, it's only gonna take eleven hours, and then I got distracted, and it's taking more than eleven hours. So I'll probably beat that in a week or so. But uh, it's it's great. I would say it's it is not the uh, you know JRPG like turn based system. So you might not like it. It is the the action more of the action combat, but I think it's less, uh, I don't know. It, it, it seems to be easier than like, uh, the one that you were playing Yakuza zero. It wasn't a difficulty issue. It was a, I'm very bored spamming X issue. I didn't bring it up, but I also gave up on final fantasy seven remake integrate yeah. this week. Yeah. Cause, uh, boy, I, we, we talked about it on the podcast like two weeks ago. It's, it's not trying to be fun. It's trying to be cinematic. Yeah. I, I could just watch a movie if that's what I wanted. And that's how I feel when I play some of the Yakuza fighting games. It's like, okay, I'm going to spam X for a while now. I, I find the combat to be okay, but it's not something I, I super enjoy that much. I have actually gone pretty much out of my way to max out my attack power just so that the combat is, goes faster. Mm-hmm. Just it's so really funny when it. you could like pick up a scooter and throw it at somebody once it's not very <laughs> funny when that's every fight yeah you can pick up scooters and traffic con- that's another thing they allow you to have like fun combat like by picking up items and stuff and if somebody's like slashing at you with a knife you can take the knife from them and slash them back which i'm like oh man i'm just knocking these people out and then i took a knife and stabbed the guy in the gut and i was like oh Oh, that guy's and dead. And now I need to go to prison again. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's what I was going to say is that 
Uh, I do also like that the Yakuza storyline uh, seems to have continued because it seems that this game that I am playing is kind of a direct follow up to Yakuza Like a Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I, is, I don't which know is nice. totally what's going on. I know you do play Kazuka Kiryu, mm-hmm. uh, and he's with like the Japanese equivalent of the CIA. I know that's not exactly it, but for the sake of this short discussion, it is. Interesting. But, yeah, it's uh, it's. I think it's directly after because in Yakuza Like a Dragon, spoilers, uh, the to- Toho clan ends up Tojo. like Tojo clan ends up like separating, like they they just dis- or dissolving, and then uh, Omi Alliance takes over, and you're that's the part where you're at in uh this new game that I'm playing, the man who erased his name. You end up. I believe it's directly after the Yakuza Like a Dragon. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on. We're going to start talking, because that's all the games I played. I only played Sky, uh, Skyrim, Starfield, and uh, Like a Dragon, Yakuza. the man who erased his name. Just, just say Yakuza. It's fine. You can say Yakuza. It's not Yakuza anymore. Uh, one thing that we should talk about is how streaming services are getting worse and worse. There's we saw the writing on the wall about this a long time ago, and here it is. I, I liked, you know, 10 years ago when it was basically only Netflix, I was a huge proponent because it was only like, what, eight bucks back then? And you got a ton of shows and, you know, no ads, anything like that. And now it's, they just keep making it worse and worse. And there's like a thousand different streaming services. And uh, they keep doing things that upset me, like Amazon Prime is starting to charge you three bucks a month extra to not have ads in a streaming service that you're already paying, what, is it $120 a year or $160 a year Does for Amazon Prime? Does Prime Video come with Prime? Yes, it does. Okay, but... If you're already paying for Prime, you might as well just get it without commercials. You're right. It's like I think it's like 140 bucks. Yeah. I don't have Prime. I don't know, but uh, well, it's it, expensive. It is, and and um, not everything is included with Prime. Like you would think that you go to the Prime store, and it would just be like, oh, everything on here is included. But like 90 percent of the stuff you have to rent. Like it's uh... they have a very small library of actual stuff on there that you can watch. There are shows like uh, The Boys and... What the hell is that cat doing? Anyway, there are shows like The Boys and... Uh, what's another show? The Tick was on there. Um, the, they have a new newer live-action version of The Tick that was on there. Um, and then Invincible. But then there are just a lot of other things that are on Prime, but you still have to rent them. And... So it's not a great streaming service in general. And now they're going to charge you on top of the, what, 120 to 140 or whatever, however much you pay per year for Amazon Prime. They want to charge you $3 a month. So they want, want to charge you like $36 a year to not have ads on the thing that you're already paying 100 and something dollars a year for. If you were renting a video, like not paying for Amazon Prime or whatever, and you were just like, I'm going to rent this for one time, and then they... No. Even then, that doesn't make sense. You were paying to rent something. Why are you paying to rent something and then being like, oh, by the way, we're going to make some extra money on you on top of that? I think if you... Ridiculous. 
Yeah, I think if you rent something, it doesn't have ads. I think if you pay that money, it's only for the free content, which is if or if or and only content, if I guess. Yeah, if and only if you could watch the content without needing Amazon Prime, then okay, I get it. Have your ads, whatever. The fact that they're double dipping like this, it's not a good smell. It's not like yeah. Amazon's not making money. I know they're they're fucking loaded is what they are and they keep making more money but that's a problem with we've discussed it before that's a problem with capitalism and our our culture is you consist you can't just be content if you're a public company so you can't just say hey we made a profit of five million dollars this year because they want your investors next year are like oh you made five million dollars this year you need to make six million dollars next year in profit. And so they have to cons- consistently find ways to screw you over to the point where if you if the investors see that you made a product or you did you did something intentionally that was like uh that hurt the bottom line, they can actually go and sue you because you weren't doing your financial responsibility to your investors, which is just absolute bullshit. Anyway, uh, that's a that's a problem with capitalism, and we're just gonna see streaming services get worse and worse. Uh, Netflix has gotten worse. I think HBO and was it Warner Bros. Discovery joined, and now they're just Max instead of being HBO Max and Discovery. You have Max, and they it might be have Max many... Plus. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Uh, but they they just keep getting worse and worse and uh, not not making money. Apparently, they they haven't found a way to make money, and so they've got to keep doing ads and stuff. Anyway, we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk about a way to make money. Um, so influencers are fake people, and now they're creating AI influencers who are actually fake people. And, do you uh, like having a fake person? So we we made a fake person who is extra fake, like, and now it's telling you what to watch. Yeah. So this is from Ars Technica. That said an AI created virtual influencers are stealing business from humans. I think that word human is being stretched a little bit there, but it is stealing money from influencers. I um, think the word business is also being stretched here. That's true. Uh, this there's somebody called. I like the name, Itana Lopez, A-I-Tana Lopez. It's followed by more than 200,000 people on social media. She posts selfies from concerts and her bedroom while tagging brands such as Hair Care, Olaplex, and lingerie giant Victoria's Secret. Brands have paid about $1,000 a post uh, for her to promote her products on social media, despite the fact that she is entirely fictional. Um. I mean, like, this is, I, I hate it, but I also hate Kim Kardashian and all, all other influencers, so I kind of get it. Now, um, I've been watching quite a bit of AI-generated content lately, so well, I am, in general, on board with this. However, yeah. having an AI bot that, while it's saying whatever stupid generated content, that's also occasionally like, oh, and by the way, you could buy my makeup, that's. No. Well, I'm just not going to watch that. It's not like she can actually wear the makeup. But this is also like people are arguing that 
and and this is the only real argument that I th- I think is is valid is basically women are in a position where you know they are a, a lot of the influencers for like of course makeup brands and stuff are are women and they've been able to build themselves up and and make that money um and a lot of the people who are creating these AI characters are men so they're like taking one one avenue where women are are pretty much dominating men are swooping in and taking away some of that revenue uh and i i kind of get that but then on the other hand like influencers are awful and i fundamentally reject it that's if, if you're <laughs> mad because a bot is doing your job better than you it's probably not a good sign about the job you're doing is it yeah um so i i don't know it's it is just another way that AI is kind of taking over. I know that they're trying to do AI with pretty much everything. They're trying to do a- the the what is it? SAG. The whole re- part of the reason they went on strike was they don't want AI taking over and starting to write scripts, which by the way would be terrible. Um cuz AI is not good at at writing scripts. Ah uh, yeah, it'll get there eventually, but no, of course. Probably so, not. In its baby stage. Um, I, I did read a, a a story, an article earlier, where who was it? It's uh, Cohen, the one of Trump's former lawyers. Um, in a legal case for something, he used Bard to look up legal cases, and uh, Bard lied. He just made just random made up legal cases. Uh, oh yeah, that reminds good. me of this time in uh, in 1973 where it, it's weird because it talks just like they do. I have a friend, or used to have a friend in high school who's a pathological liar, and it was one of those things where he would say something, and like part of it would be believable, and then he'd be like, "Oh yeah," and then I went to gym class and I was taking steroids, and I was like, "You did? We're fucking 15." <laughs> You did not take steroids. Um, and yeah, it was just random, random shit. And that, that just reminds me of Bard, where Bard will just like start out okay and then just be like, and then in this case, it's like, that case doesn't exist. Um, but yeah, so AI is, is, is sadly taking money away. Also, part of my, part of what I'm curious about is how the fuck do we do this, Connor? What, get an AI to replace us? Uh, get an AI and create a fake, like, Instagram thing so we can get $1,000 a post. I mean, if you really want to follow this, I, I know how to at least get the AI made. How do you get somebody to pay you to do that? Uh, yeah, that's You gotta have someone problem. with better social skills than I do for that one. Yeah, we could probably Brokering get... a deal? Making... Mm. Yeah, we could probably get the, the stuff created, but actually getting the money is is the big problem. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on to our last story, which apparently it's kind of a big story. Uh, I don't know if this happened over a week ago, but we're talking about it now. Insomniac Games had a massive leak. This was uh, two weeks ago or so, but yeah. Yeah. It was a big one. It was uh, 1.6 terabytes of data. That is, that's a lot of data there. Um, but, and if it were just game files or whatnot, like when Nintendo got hacked, it was all their game files and like, you know, source code for like Super Mario Brothers and stuff. With this, 
like they have uh they ranging from employee passport scans slack conversations and employment records to details of several uh forthcoming games totaling about 1.3 million files the hack includes a fully playable work in progress pc version of insomniac's wolverine game which is yet to be formally shown off beyond some initial concept images it is at this point only confirmed to release on the ps5 um yeah that's how games are made though like they make them on the computer and then they port them over to the the they they port them over to the uh PS5 or PS4 or whatnot. Oh, sure there's so. some rock paper shotgun reader who's reading that and being like, "Wow, that's so much involved and extra steps." Yeah. Yeah, it's uh that's just how games are made and uh they they have some really cool tools like the the way that they're able to uh get the image onto the like they they have to basically create an image and then move it over to the PlayStation 4 or 5. Um, you can also just like stream the game. So you can have, instead of having the, the PS4, or PS5 have to download the game every time, you can update the code on the PC and then just like stream it over the PS5 and run it on the hardware that way. It's pretty cool. That is um, cool. Social media users have been, pl- I wanted to steal a dev kit so bad. Um, social media users have been playing the stolen build and posting vil- videos, which range from early tutorial sequences to story scenes. Uh, yeah, it's probably like they probably have the whole storyline fleshed out, and then they they just have to do a lot of tweaking and and gameplay fixes to make sure everything works right. Because obviously you're gonna you're gonna storyboard it and get everything kind of in place before you just like do tons and tons of polish on the game. They probably don't even have all the assets on there, so they like there's probably a lot of question marks for like map data and stuff that's just not there yet. Anyway, um, Insomniac did release a statement saying, we are aware the stolen data includes personal information belonging to our employees, former employees and independent contractors. Um, It also includes early development details about Marvel's Wolverine for PlayStation 5. We will continue to work quickly to determine what data was impacted. Uh, It's 1.5 or 1.6 terabytes of data. It's all of it. It's all the data. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you're from a business perspective, that's probably just a, a drop in the bucket, especially if you're making big, massive games. I know. Like, the whole, best case scenario, they have like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not encrypted, but like big files that haven't been shrunken down yet. There's a word for it, and it's just not coming for me. Uncompressed. Compressed, yeah. yeah. Best case scenario, it's uncompressed like image files, audio files, and stuff like that. But no, so it's it, probably not. So when I was... When I was, you know, six years ago or something now, it's been forever. When I was at Sony, uh, we had to do a backup of the game. Every once in a while, we would we would back up uh, what's called the Perforce uh, stuff, which Perforce, if you don't know what that is, it's a version control software. So that's where everyone puts all their files and stuff, and then you can download them and, like, edit them and stuff and put them back in there. Um, and we had to do a backup of that, and I think it was six terabytes for Days Gone. Yep, that's about what I would expect to hear for a modern game. And then, of course, all of that's got to get you know compressed and shrunken down and turned into a game and everything, and so that it can fit on a fifty gig disc. So, yeah, uh, it, it's probably lots and, and with 
Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 being a PS5 game. Uh, same thing with Wolverine. I expect that those are probably at least 10 terabytes now, uh, which is just a lot. Um, it says this experience has been extremely distressing for us, especially our IT team. Uh, we want everyone to enjoy games and uh, the games we develop as intended uh, as our players deserve. However, like Logan, uh, Insomniac is resilient. Marvel's Wolverine continues as planned. The game is in early production and will no doubt greatly evolve throughout development, as do all of our plans. While we appreciate everyone's enthusiasm, we will share official information about Marvel's Wolverine when the time is right. I, it's funny that they're, they, they say we are extremely distressed that the game was le leaked, is what it seems like to me. They're like, listen, yeah. we understand employee details were released, but we're really upset that you're playing the game early. That's such a weird thing to be, because like, that's the thing I would be least upset about if I was in the development, like the, the circles over there, if I was anywhere with a management in my title, Yeah, is, oh no, they leaked our game that's in early development. We're going to have two weeks worth of work and it's going to look totally different. Uh, what really sucks is that all the, the employee data got leaked, like, yeah. If a game goes available and people are playing an early build, who cares? I am actually pro that. Like, you could get some feedback. There could be a golden lining to this. If somebody's passport gets stolen, 90% of people who are looking at these files are like, I'm not interested in that. I want the game. Haha, <laughs> video games. But it's that other 10% who are really going to make a mess of things. Yeah, and and to your point, like, they should have just been like, hey, we don't like that. Uh, we don't like that our game was leaked. We should, or, yeah, they should say, like, we don't like that the game was leaked, but if you download it, enjoy the early build. It's just going to get better from here. Like, do something like that. Like, make it be like, hey, we understand you're going to download it. At least try to put a silver lining on it. Like, hey, enjoy enjoy what we have so far, but it's, you know, we're early in production, so it's just going to get way better from here. But that's, that's just me. Um, the publisher and parent company, Sony have yet to comment on the Insomniac hack beyond their initial statement that they said they were investigating the situation and had no reason to believe that either uh, that any other SIE or Sony divisions have been impacted. The company have, however, uh, reportedly been sending Digital Millennium Copyright Act takedown requests to anybody downloading the stolen Wolverine build. So apparently don't download, don't wink wink download the Wolverine build. Definitely don't do it behind like seven VPNs. Yeah, definitely. I won't. I I don't care that much. Like I'm I don't sure care that. Like I know people who work at that company. I'm going to buy the game just like to support my buddies when it when it inevitably comes out on PC. Yeah, my I have a friend who uh, I have a friend who also works there. Um, so or at least did uh, last time I I spoke to him. So they did, and then they walked out with an external tear. Uh, external hard drive full of data and nobody had seen them since man two terabyte ssds that can fit in your fucking pocket so so inexpensive now so you convenient just, yeah so convenient you can just plug them in and steal a bunch of data It'd be great great it's awesome nothing bad ever happens no nope, oh, nothing uh and and that's it's been a slow week for stories uh it's almost like it's the end of the year and everyone's taking their taking time off but because of that, we don't really have many stories to talk about today. So I want to thank you for being here, Connor. I'm here. Tune in next week when I uh, ruin my life again with World of Warcraft. 
Yeah, and we'll be back next week, hopefully with some more stories. Thank you for being here. Goodbye. Goodbye.